0: You know, they never could figure out who set the Cathedral of Notre Dame on fire. No, no, never did. But Quasimodo has a hunch. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, a shame.
1: <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of That's Class, a podcast about things we find class, hosted by two of your favourite class holes. My name is Rory Kidd and co-hosting with me as always is Duncan Malcolm. How's it going,
0: Duncan? It's going really well. How are you today? How are you? How was it like down down your way? It's pretty sunny here, although very cold. It was spring for all of a day.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's been really good. We've had some northerly winds coming through, so it's pretty arctic and chilly. But we've had nowhere near as much snow as you guys have had, apparently.
0: No, well, we haven't had any snow. We had, like, a light dusting of hail last night. Like, it was just hailstones (laughs) consistently. But uh, apart from that, we had a couple of flurries of snow, but nothing Mm. major. Yeah. Uh, Up north, it's been really bad.
1: Yeah. My mum and dad had snow in the back garden. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's not that too far north. Oh. No, well, we don't know. City centre. City, city of Edinburgh. No.
1: Yeah, no, nah, It's too so hot, too, much, water, uh,
0: too much pollution. <laughs> yeah, too much pollution. That's it, it. It's actually just sitting just above us in this little, like, right. layer of smog. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, we've, we've had some sun this week.
1: We, we like, kind of... It looked like we were going to have snow, and then it stayed around 12 to 14 degrees. But we had, like, a, like a 4 degree wind chill or something. It was really. It's been really cold in the wind, but if you manage to find like a spot that's out the wind, then it's absolutely roasting. We've got blue skies, oh, uh, no clouds today. Pretty good. Awesome. Life, life in the southwest is not life too shabby. Southwest. Yeah,
0: it's practically practically tropics down there compared to up here.
1: Yeah, and back at the surf school, which is great. That's I've good. Now, I'm now. Uh, reduced my days in the warehouse and back coaching on the weekends which is brilliant. oh that's good is that be... now allowed is it it is so cool. as of well as of the 12th of april which is when this pod tomorrow. comes out tomorrow yeah so yeah. you can listen to this pod and you can listen to it at the pub you know
0: oh um, your pubs are open from tomorrow oh, pubs are
1: opening on the 12th oh is the pubs different in scotland
0: i swear pubs are different up here unless i've missed something i'm pretty sure
1: oh it's a huge thing here
0: oh that's a huge <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'll
1: bet it is, yeah have you booked your table for the pub Rory I've honestly not because I didn't think that far ahead <laughs> um, but there's a pub just down the road from me so I might take my chances and see if there's any tables my, ours is
0: April ours is the 26th oh really yeah shit that's a hell of a long way to wait it's not that it's not really it's only 15 days another week days, two weeks <laughs> yeah, another two weeks two weeks uh, not really that bad could be worse
1: but yeah, tomorrow in oh. England, for, for that's for sure, is a big, big change. So um, if you want to listen to this podcast while you're in the pub, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. We, we're going to release this podcast <laughs> every Monday morning for your listening pleasure. You can listen to it. You can listen to it wherever you have your podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, if you so desire. Um, we basically have it in time for your commute, on your way to work or on your way to the kitchen, or now on the way to the pub, <laughs> if you live in England. Um, if you prefer or to in watch Scotland,
0: you can go to B and Q. Cause it was like, it's the only shop that's open or supermarket. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. B and is rammed today. It like it's like a social place. Like everyone's just standing, chatting in aisles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you prefer to watch a podcast and put the faces to the voices and instantly regret making that decision, you can find us on YouTube the following Wednesday, just search for that's class. And you'll probably find us there. And if you enjoy what we do here, Drop us a class five star review. Five stars is the minimum that we require, isn't that right, Duncan?
0: It is. It is indeed.
1: Leave Are us. Are there like. other stars? I didn't realize there were. I don't really know. Five's the only one you can click, I think.
0: So yeah, I think so. Yeah, it doesn't. It grays out if you don't. That doesn't yeah. let you click the button. And if you're on YouTube and things like that, leave a like
1: and uh, try and share the podcast with your friends. Lie to your friends. Say they'll enjoy it, even though you'd know that they won't. <laughs> 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 Makes our analytics look a little a little bit better.
0: it makes us happy gets us through the week
1: out of that intro we'll go straight into it because we have a lot to talk about this week we actually Um, do we absolutely got our minds blown about five minutes ago
0: yeah literally not that lot not literally this morning uh, i I couldn't wait to tell you it's really hard to explain on what will be an audio podcast but hasbro uh who are basically own every major toy brand under the sun Except like I bet I wonder how much they'd offer for Lego, but that's not the point. They own a lot of toy brands, and uh, they've just teamed up with a company called Robosen, the robot company, and they've essentially made a auto converting, or I suppose auto transform. There must be something to do with the fact they're not calling it transform, auto transforming. Uh, uh okay. But it's an auto converting, programmable Optimus Prime from the Transformers franchise. Now, for listeners that don't maybe haven't. Don't really know what I'm on about. Uh Transformers show about robots fighting e- good robots fighting evil robots and the car they transform into uh other Automobiles. Things, devices. Well it depends. Some of them transform into like their cars, tanks, helicopters, trucks. oh one's a cassette, uh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, one turned to one turn because it was in the eighties when this first came out, one of turned into a boombox. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and he was the who's like the spy one. Uh he's like the odd the tech guy. So they've and called
1: then, them, they haven't called them Transformers because of potentially a copywriting thing.
0: No, no, it's still a Transformer, but he's still Optimus Prime from the Transformers, but he's called, he's, they're introduced to him as an auto-converting Optimus Prime. Yeah, and then also and like, with the... Why is with he not the... an auto-transforming Optimus Prime? <laughs>
1: yeah, and... <laughs> he's a
0: Transformer.
1: Now that you've said that, the voice command is convert,
0: not transform. I think that, uh... I think that you can make you can set it up because it has an app on your phone that allows you to, what do you call it? Set up the commands and stuff because you can tell it to do different commands and set up like program it to do different things. Oh, that's cool! Uh, but the reason listeners we're very excited about this is that you literally say to the the truck version, convert, and he transforms into a robot. And this robot not only does just stands there. It what can walk away. It can do things. It's like something out of Big Hero Six or something out of a cartoon it kind of stood there
1: it stood there looking like it was breathing like it was chest was going up and down its arms were sort of flexing and deflexing and it was it was weird it was cool yeah
0: it's (laughs) it's it's cool and i tell you what for seven hundred dollars it made it better be the best damn thing best damn toy i've ever seen seven
1: hundred seven ninety nine
0: eight hundred dollars is it eight hundred dollars or was it six ninety nine it's, I think it's, it's $699.99, yeah. but Oof. free shipping. Free shipping. Hey.
1: So have you, has your credit <laughs> card, is your credit card now down 600 pounds?
0: Oh, it might be. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm looking <laughs> at it just now. I'm just, it's got, it's got 50,000, 5,000 components, 60 microchips and like 27 motors making this, we'll post a video on our Twitter or Instagram for people that want to see this in action yeah uh, to understand why we're going so mad about this it's the most it's 19, 19 inches tall right and you can control it and make it walk and i'm looking at the app here and like it says you can program it that's just mental it's actually mental i hope they make more let's put it this way i think you agree with me there yeah i hope to see more of these transformers as, uh,
1: finally as you get quite a lot of these collectors they if they make more they're going to make so much money on just these people like they said it in the video i'm going to buy one to play with and one to keep in a box
0: yeah exactly yeah (laughs) because it's a toy it's a
1: toy that you're probably going to play with but also
0: show your grandkids i would be taking it i mean the first people i'd show to blow their minds would probably be my parents and be like check this out i think if i showed that to my dad he'd be like cool whatever <laughs> i think i think there'd be this I, I i think there'd be this moment of like the appreciation of the fact that it actually gets up and walks away and you'd be like yeah it's like the future version of whatever
1: like a robot what was it Revnan the robot or something that you would buy in the 70s there was just yeah. a robot that had wheels and it like moved up and down and didn't really do much but that was like peak technology at that point and now we've got this robot that just changes from a truck to a robot yeah but the a truck, to
0: a truck and drives away yeah <laughs>
1: like, that's wait, a, yeah what? in terms of like technology from the 70s and if your dad had one of those then yeah i can see
0: someone being very very impressed with it i think it's, it's, it's remember small soldiers i do like imagine how, how far away are we from having like actual optimus prime and megatron actually fight each other Yeah, (laughs) without you having to do it, without you having to hold one in each hand and actually play with the toys, you just make them fight. fight. Yeah, and then your dad's like, "What's happening?" And you can do the classic, "Let them fight, let them fight." (laughs) Like genuinely, like school playgrounds. If they can make this like slightly cheaper, school playgrounds. Remember when people used to play with Beyblades like Pokemon cards? Yeah, kids are going to be bringing their toy robots to school and they're going to fight each other. That's amazing. That's the dream. And then <laughs> the they'll dream, all get right? confiscated and end up in a bin somewhere. That's exactly it. Watch watch them get banned straight away after some, like, one kid programs his robot to rip <laughs> rip another one to shreds. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> oh, actual <dude>. Robot Wars.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Robot Wars took on a whole new meaning.
1: Yeah. Uh, all these so, yes, engineers are
0: like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, why didn't we think of that? Oh, well. This is from Hasbro Pulse. Yeah, which is like Hasbro's i guess like fan fest where they release all their new sort of like an collectibles e3. and stuff like that yeah like an e3 for game for like toys i guess they released like us an eye the doctor strange necklace the eye of agamotto and it's like the infinity stone from marvel oh, yeah and it opens like you press the buttons on the side and it like all the bits slide open it feels like it's
1: the it's the hasbro toy section of those that like to cosplay a little
0: bit, but then you've got like the actual transformers. And there's like a bunch of action figures that are released as well and stuff. And looking yeah. here at our actual Black Series wedge wedge helmet from Star Wars. It's a battle simulation helmet. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a battle simulation helmet. It's like Three a VR. It's internal speaker, so I think it makes it, it makes it sound like you're in an X Wing that's wicked <laughs> <laughs> you the, just the, sit there next podcast with one on. yeah
1: the eight-year-old in
0: me is just going mental right now <laughs> yeah yeah this is this is a bad time this, see the problem is if you reach our age and you, you still kind of you still have your inner eight-year-old but now you have a credit card yeah exactly and you're like ooh. <laughs>
1: and i've been doing well with paying it off so my credit keeps going up <laughs> yeah, I love have that have another I'm, thousand no yeah no. my credit card's just like you've done so well here's an extra thousand pounds and I'm like oh god <laughs> stop it <laughs> temptation. Um, temptation but that looks good I don't think I will buy a $700 transformer doll <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to do <laughs> I'll save my credit card for <laughs> flights and things <laughs> when we're allowed to fly somewhere I mean I, I think I think I'll do some soul searching <laughs> yeah. I can't. I just can't fathom spending that much money on it, but I just know how much fun I have. I just get to transform once and I'm like, all right, okay, that was fun. Duncan, you didn't watch the last
1: episode last week. Have you caught up with Captain the I the Winter have Soldier? Up. I have caught up. I, I keep right calling today. it Captain
0: in the Winter Soldier. It's Falcon. <laughs> it's a weird show. It's, it's a weird a... show because it's not just, fa- it's like, you may as well have called it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point. Yeah. If you hadn't already used that. Back in the day, because yeah. there's so many characters,
1: there is yeah, and it's more in my opinion. The more I watch it now, is it is more of a Winter Soldier story than it is a Captain uh, a Fal- a Captain
0: Falcon. Oh yeah, Captain Falcon. That's coming. You do know is. that is coming. It's it's <laughs> not
1: really a Falcon story. It's more of a Winter Soldier story. And you've seen episode
0: five, right? Yeah, I'm up to date. No, I've four. Episode four. Yeah. Yeah, we're two away. I good episode. <laughs> It's, straight it's off the bat episode it's a if great you've not episode. seen
1: this episode duncan and i are probably going to go into some heavy spoilers about what happens because we do this every week so yeah. watch the episode and then come back and then listen to the pod. <laughs> it's
0: insane like i i don't it's what amazes me first of all is the quality of the show like the actual good. film of it like the actual uh filming of it the yeah. director director of the fight the choreography uh the whole thing looks like just a marvel film that's been chopped up some of the cgi um, i've noticed has not been up to scratch
1: just little bit that much that's the thing it, it, maybe his arm like his, his arm's, like his arm's arm. a bit weird um certain like there was one where a building blew up and it fell apart and i just thought it well, looks a bit it could have looked a bit
0: yeah. better <laughs> Oh, well, I, I, but other than that I mean... that's my only criticism you know it's, it, so it's a good. good show. It's a good show. And it, it's clear to me I once again it comes back to this thing of I'm not really I understand that Fal the Anthony Mackie's character, Sam Wilson, is going to become Captain America. I think that's pretty obvious. It's not even a spoiler. Yeah. It's like so obvious it's going to They be keep him. shoving it down your throat. <laughs> yeah, and I just the thing is is that I understand why it has to be him and I understand the character and all that sort of stuff but yeah. the Winter Soldier's st- storyline of the character yeah it's so good and especially when he's having these conversations with like especially that they've added the uh, Zemo in mm. the past two episodes he's he's well, really Daniel Brule is brilliant but his character and the way they've written him and he's kind of that making the the points like the philosophical points I guess yeah oh that's just it, it works so well and especially this week because they laid off kind of the the buddy cop like stick that i don't think's really worked yeah, they kind of stopped uh, which that, is yeah. where i'm saying that i don't really kind of like the buddy cop thing and that kind of makes me not like the falcon character mm-hmm. whereas laying off the buddy cop stuff I actually and having sam wilson do his coaching when he was like saying like, like, i used to that was a, a great scene counselor to, like, to try and counsel, job. yeah, to counsel the bad guy, and
1: it was actually working. It was so yeah, good to see. But that was his
0: stick as well. That was what he was doing in the Winter Soldier in the original in yeah. the film. Like that's where he was. So that made me like I can't go. Remember, saying like, ah, it feels like it's a bit forced. I'm not really sure. It's like mm-hmm. his. But that kind of brought me back around to his character. I was like, oh okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Like it yeah. makes more sense now. And I wish they'd led with that at the start of the at the start of the series, if you go back. hmm And remember when he was doing the fishing boat thing? Yeah. If they'd swapped the fishing boat thing out for a bit more of him to have going back and doing the counselling. Then it would have actually hit harder, I think. I think I think it would have made more sense as to why he's going to end up with the shield, because you finally see that he's gone back to trying to do Counseling yeah. in his spare time, or earn some money, or whatever, and that yeah. would have made sense. But now, only now, you're kind of like, alright, okay. And then you like you've got a uh, Wyatt Russell as
1: yeah, who plays such a good bad. I'm going to call him a bad guy. He plays such a good bad guy and such a good wild card on the edge. He knows for a fact that he's never going to live up to that Captain America standard. And then when they found the the vials of the serum. I kind of predicted everything. I was like, "Oh, he's going to steal one. He's going to take it and then he's going to wreak shit and he's probably going to kill someone and it's going to look bad." Yeah. And then that basically all plays out. His partner dies, which I thought was a shame because I thought his partner might have had some sort of um like development in that he cuz when during Sam's chat with the quote-unquote quote, bad yeah. guy, he was saying, oh, maybe he's got a point. You know, he was siding with the, with Falcon and with yeah, Winter exactly, Soldier. Yeah. I kind of like, I started to really like him. And then obviously he got thrown into a pillar and punched. His like whole sternum That's because his punched. character
0: got character development. So that then when he gets thrown into that pillar and every bone in his body breaks into dust. Yeah. That's so that Big. you're like, oh, oh, he was kind of okay. That's, yeah. No, that's because now he's going to, now he can go off the deep end.
1: Yeah, now he can go into a full on rage and then kill someone with a shield.
0: <laughs> in Eat front of In
1: front of like hundreds of people. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was that was a bit daft.
1: I genuinely although I called it saying that he'd kill someone, I was I did not expect him to kill someone like that.
0: I kind of i thought it was gonna be like brutal, but I, I didn't, thought he was gonna I... like
1: kick someone off a roof or something and then he'd be seen
0: not like no I, I think the rage was there you could tell he was getting more and more cross, especially when he gets beat up by the <laughs> wakandan uh, which is a great addition bringing forces. them back in that was that was very funny and see that was the one bit of buddy cop drama that worked yeah for me so far which has been that bit where he's like we really should help him I was like you're doing great john and he's like just get beat from they know they know the not to fight those people <laughs>
1: And when they did join in on the fight, it was more about they were definitely trying to kill them, and they were like, "Don't yeah. kill,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: please and they don't." Were... Yeah, we need him. We need them both. And now Zemo's disappeared.
0: He'll be back. He'll be back. He's really I good. Like, I like Zemo. Me too. The only one that surprised me was that that lady that died was called Madani. I, it was making me laugh because I was saying, uh, "Why?" Because. Madani is the last name of the agent in Punisher. Really, and her mum was like in the first, in the first season of the Punisher. So and you're I was thinking kinda, it might be I I don't to know. I feel like I feel like it's a. Str- it was just it felt to me like a strange name, and it feels like nothing's ever. Nothing's ever there by accident. Nothing's ever there by accident with Marvel. With Marvel, and part of me was just like i was like madani and i was like hmm that's strange yeah and then i was i was thinking to myself now there's this power broker person but then i was like well if someone was going to take out the power broker it would be the punisher i was like what a plot twist that would be do you think they bring in john birkinsaw or whatever his john perntal yeah uh yeah oh he'll definitely play frank castle it's just whether or not they bring him in uh I How think epic would that character. be if he turns? I'm trying to say, like, imagine if the Punisher was in it at the very end. He's like, "I'll Ugh. take it from here, boys and girls." You don't need to see it. That's the thing. You, you just need to be gruesome, yeah. off camera. You don't need to see a lot of his, yeah, because like, he is like an R-rated comic book character. He is, but you could make him the same sort of violence level as the Winter Soldier. Because yeah. if you look at the Winter Soldier in the scene at the back flashback scene, yeah it's pretty hectic yes, that would that was pretty hectic and it was violent so it was violent without showing you kind of all the violence that makes yeah. sense uh, so i think they could get i think you could get as long as you had a smart director mm. uh, but yeah I'm, i've got i kind of hyped myself up and i was like oh my god imagine if they had the punisher in this somehow imagine imagine that, <laughs> that would just honestly that would be so good Ah, oh. that's good
1: right Nice one. Uh, bear with me. I'm just going to plug my laptop in to charge. Cool. Moving on. What's uh, what you've got written down? Age of Empire?
0: Oh, the Age of Empires four. Uh, yeah. Just that that came out and there was a big gameplay reveal. Remember Age of Empires?
1: Like yeah, that's ones? the one where you you basically tell a troop of army men to go somewhere and do something to
0: someone else. Yeah, you you manage you manage a civilization. Yeah. You know, it's uh, if any, but any of our listeners. Oh like no, I'm Age thinking of, Empires, of Command and Conquer. I think it's it's all much. Command and Conquer is just like the military version, like yeah. the modern day military version. And then you've got uh Age of Empires, which is like just managing your little like empire of I don't yeah. know. Something you can go the Celts, the Japanese, the uh who else can you go? The Vietnamese are one of them. There's so many now. So, so many A- races. The Age of Empires is more it's- about
1: civilizations
0: yeah it's pc strategy so like you build your you've got to manage everything and manage all your resources it's fun it's real-time strategy so like you have to wait like an hour for a house to be built type thing oh no 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 No, it's not (laughs) that bad like it's not it's just real time. as in like the moves you make happen and like you click select a group and move them yeah and back in the day it would be like turn-based so you'd like select a group move them and then the ai would do something and you would do something this is real time so if you want to build a house you better build it because the computer could send a bunch of people to like trebuchets to wreck it okay obviously trebuchets not catapults because trebuchets are superior but we'll okay i won't go into that. that i believe we you. won't go into <laughs> that but yeah just believe me on that one bro.
1: but that looks cool so, you you fancy that like, you probably download that
0: uh, i think it, well, it's owned by microsoft so they will be releasing it on game pass so if you don't have Game Pass. Ah, will it also be on Steam yet? or will it just it be on Xbox? It will be on Steam, but it will also, like all these things now, it will be on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, it is free. Excellent. Uh, so fun times. Fun uh, times. You wanted that? you're asking, you see, you're reading it now and you're like, oh, and what's this home front Easter egg that you're talking about? Yeah, what's this about? Okay, so we talked about Easter eggs last week. We did. Real life Easter eggs. Well, this is an Easter egg in a game, right? so not, so much, variety, not so much the chocolate variety not so much of the physical chocolate variety uh and will not uh, satisfy any chocolate cravings that being said so Homefront revolution was a game that came out on the xbox one uh, it's available it's actually on sale right now uh, on the microsoft store and let me just pull up so it was a first person shooter if i remember correctly Homefront Revolution. It came out in May 2016. Never seen this game before in my life. Uh, I I don't think it did very well, if I remember. It takes place in 2029, an alternate timeline after North Korea occupy cities in America. So it's kind of like Man in the High Castle type. Oh, yeah. But instead of Nazis, it's Korea. Yeah, pretty much. So you're kind of a, a revolutionary, a freedom fighter type person. And... I don't know. I didn't really play it. And I... like you said it kind of... I don't think it did very well. I don't think it got great reviews. Bypassed us. Anyway. Yeah. Going forwards to a couple of weeks ago, somebody at Easter posted on Reddit and they said, what is the... To any game developers, what is the best Easter egg you've ever hidden in a game? And... Cool. A guy posted on Reddit or Twitter... Is Reddit or Twitter? And a guy posted going... I worked on Homefront Revolution, and I managed to code in the entire Timesplitters Two campaign into an arcade machine in the game, rendered in four K. Shit. Uh, and no one ever found it.
1: So you I could just everyone was
0: like, wait, what? He's like, so everyone's been crying out. Timesplitters Two was a first person shooter. that came out like early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, I know that game. Yeah, you know that game. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant game like really good, it was had split screen. You could play it with your friends on the couch. It was great. Like when you'd rent from Blockbuster. Yeah. Way back showing our age. Uh it was in, it was incredible, right? And everyone's been crying out for a remaster of it for years. And this guy just posted on Reddit going, "I coded in the entire game inside the game." So he's like, I "Was like, who are you, Exhibit?"
1: So in the game of Homefront, did you have to find uh like? an old school you have school to find an arcade cabinet an arcade game
0: yes and, you and press, then you click into, you press like the action button your character looks over the screen and it loads time Splitters 2 that's and it thing. only ever loaded the first level and then some guy said no 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 like the first level was like kind of the easter, the original easter egg originally strike and he was like no 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 i coded the whole campaign if you enter the specific like cheat code at the <laughs> menu it unlocks the entire game that's insane. That's an play? Easter egg that only he would enjoy, I think. <laughs> no, because, like, everyone really wants to play it now. So, like, if you go on rent, someone's like, oh, you oh, everyone me. wants to play Homefront now. Everyone, I'm buying it. So, luckily it's on sale. I'm going <laughs> to... You're going to buy for, it. <laughs> ...for £4 to replay Timesplitters 2. I mean, oh, yeah. getting Timesplitters 2 to work <laughs> nowadays would be so hard because they haven't remastered it yet. Yeah. Whereas were, like, this guy was like, oh, yeah, it's also, it renders in 4K on your 4K telly. <laughs> that's wicked. I was like, that's... That's mental. What an idea. What, what an absolute genius. And then there was this huge big debate because he was like, oh, yeah, there's a cheat code, but I can't remember it. And then some <laughs> other guy said, oh, you, some other guy the other day on Twitter said, oh, you mean this cheat code and <laughs> posted it. And everyone's like, this man is the Messiah. He's the Messiah. Hats off to that man. Yeah. Hats off to that man.
1: <laughs> that's incredible. What a little, um, that's a fun little thing. Like, what a happy little piece of news for a an game that was not game, so good.
0: Yeah, for a game not so good to have one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. In there. Embedded inside the Embedded game. Embedded in the code. Yeah. So
1: that game's now going to get more sales because they want to play the game that's inside the game.
0: I hope it means we don't get a Homefront sequel because we don't want that. We just no. want the next time splitters. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yes, I'm going to definitely pay. I know I was tempted to buy an Octopus Prime, but I think I'll just stick with my £4 and buy a Homefront The Revolution. I think so. Uh, save so your save your six hundred and ninety six pounds, whatever it would be. It's not it's like it's five hundred and something. Five hundred quid. Okay, five hundred yeah. pound. Five hundred British pound coins are six hundred dollars, yeah. or four pounds. I get to play t- fine times players too. So maybe save four hundred and ninety four pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but oh well. Think about it. <laughs> I don't know. I I definitely won't. What I will do is like lock Hasbro Pulse after I've had a beer. Make sure that yeah. I don't make any stupid decisions. Or yes. great decisions. That's a good Keep, idea. No, no, it's not a great decision,
1: Duncan. Stop it. Keep cat on the case. Make her just look over your shoulder at all times. Nope. <laughs> nope. Or have like an alarm bell go off whenever you're on that website. That's it. I said just lock it from the router so the router can't access <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Moving swiftly on to another TV show that has been, that you mentioned a couple episodes ago. And then I did. Over I the I last... said it was coming out, and I never watched it. Over the last, you never watched it. No. <laughs> oh my god! Just, so you haven't was just, seen oh,
0: that, looks, that? Looks cool. I was like, that looks cool. We should probably like, we could talk about that. You haven't <laughs> that seen never... anything of it yet. I've seen trailers and clips, but I've okay. not seen. I don't know any of the real context behind it.
1: So, listeners that might not know what we're talking about, we're talking about the TV Amazon Prime TV show Invincible, which is a comic book cartoon, but. What I didn't realise is that it's basically an R-rated comic book cartoon. Yeah, it's like The Boys,
0: but animated.
1: Yeah, that's a really good way to yeah. describe it, is it's like The Boys, but animated. It was a comic book already, and it's like they've finished the whole line. The, the whole story's finished. So those of the you that have like read the comics, if you watch it, you know what's happening. I think some things are different. You know, they've changed the way that you might have known things, or that like events have happened. I'm speaking more about episode one. If you've not even watched it, I don't want to even talk about it. And we can talk about it next week.
0: All right. Okay. Because it, episode, one, dark?
1: episode one, episode one, I'd switch it on and I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is like a comic book. You know, yeah. this guy, Mark Grayson is a super, he's, he's the son of a superhero, but he hasn't quite got his powers yet. And he's in high school. And apparently like his race, his dad's an alien, much like Superman. All right, okay. And you, it takes you up until adolescence to get your powers start to, like, appear.
0: Oh, so that, he's old, con- that old chestnut.
1: That old chestnut. So he's, like, he's going through life in high school and he's like, I, I don't have my powers yet. This is so shit. And I was quite worried that are we going to have, like, a couple episodes like this? But episode one gets his superpowers and then starts, like, freaking out. <laughs> like, flying off on his own and then gets trained up by his dad. Things like that, but um, episode one just has this complete turnaround, out of the blue thing, and you're left, you're left, like you're left sat in your couch, just like, what the fuck <laughs> has this just happened?
0: Was was this not? It's written by the guy that wrote the Walking Dead. And yeah, like, was, was and... Walking Dead not infamous for like plot twists? Yeah, like, uh, it was like, people initially. People dying that you didn't think were gonna die, or like,
1: yeah. Plot twists initially, and then The Walking Dead got a little bit predictable.
0: Um, oh, yeah, but anything that runs for nine seasons is going to get predictable.
1: Let me just um, get up the IMDb, and I'll read to you some of the people that are involved. Because what's great about Amazon, I think we mentioned this before, was that when you pause it, it tells you the actors that are on the screen. Yeah, X-Ray. Yeah,
0: yeah really
1: it, it gives you the uh, the IMDb page. So, like, cast-wise, um, Stephen Yeun from... Uh, Walking Dead plays Invincible. His mom is Sandra O oh from Grey's Anatomy or uh, Killing Eve, more recently. She's a really good oh, okay. actress. His dad is played by J.K. Simmons. Alright, okay, yeah. Zazie Beats is in it. Walter Goggins is in it. Jillian oh, really? Jacobs from Community is in it. Wow. Jason Manzukas is in it. He's in everything animated. Zachary Quinto. From uh, Sorry, uh Star Trek is in it. It's Jason... insane. The cast is Mark Hamill's in it,
0: Seth Rogan's in it. What are you watching? John we Ham, Ham is the in other it. Day. John Ham's it. Funny hell. That's the same with Rick and Morty as well. Like you look at some of these special guest stars, you're like, what the hell, man? The every time a new character
1: comes on screen, I pause it and I'm like, because well, I'll, I'll sit and watch and I'm like, sitting to myself, who is this guy? I recognize his voice. And then you pause it and you're like, fuck, there's such a good TV show, man. I'm five episodes in, I think. The first three came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. I- I'm all in. It's so good.
0: So good. So many t- superhero things already. What were you watching? Jason yeah. Manzukis was the, oh, it was uh, Solar Opposites. which Yeah, is the- you were telling me about oh, that no, I was telling you that. Uh, I slagged off thinking, like, the very first episode or something. I, I told yeah. you about it. And I was like, why am I watching this? It's just, like, not as good as, like, Rick and Morty. Well, Final Space or something, guy. yeah. Or Final Space. Episode two onwards, I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, gr- brilliant but also really dark but like it doesn't deal with like the sort of American Morty kind of sometimes deals with like a bit of philosophy or a bit like you know yeah moral teachings at times a little bit of depression yeah (laughs) moral opposites has solar opposites even has none of that it's just dark it's just funny it's kind of more like leans towards like sort of that family guy sort of level Mm. but it's still got Rick and Morty definitely falls in line with like Rick and Morty yeah, the darkness. I like to say, like, invincible. It's just like, so at times, you, it goes there, and you're like, "That's absolutely brilliant." Yeah, and you're like, "Horrific, but brilliant." Yeah. Where Where is this available? Uh, Netflix. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, it's Disney Plus. It's Hulu. Hulu. I was just, like, I was Plus. like, I don't know, if Dis- I don't know if anyone at Disney Plus has actually watched no. Solar Opposite. No, I love how like,
1: we need to lock this down. Yeah, I love how Disney Plus has changed since it opened. Which I think was last year, this time last year, maybe. This no, time last two year, never...
0: no, no, it was two thousand and. Was it oh, no, two thousand? Other twenty twenty. Two thousand twenty. It, was it was a... released early in New Zealand and stuff, and it came to us. oh ah, yeah. 2020. So
1: I got it. I got it early because I was in New Zealand.
0: Yes, and it was um, all like, hey, Star Wars, Disney, like, just yeah. Like, now and now it's, now it's like... like Star came
1: along and it's Deadpool <laughs> and all these R rated Deadpool, port... uh, Con Air, Commando. Like, Disney now has on the main page when you go down it it says horror films and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) i thought i was on disney plus like the safest place of streaming
0: bambi in there what the hell (laughs) yeah just the first hour of bambi (laughs) on repeat (laughs) i don't even think it's the first five minutes it's just aladdin but he actually gets when they're like he's like steals the stuff in the market and he just gets his hand cut off because that's what they like or he gets trapped in the cave and that's the end of the movie and that's then. The- yeah, it's just all the Disney films, but the heroes don't get saved by plot devices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Shall um, we
1: go move on to the, what I'd guess is topic of the day?
0: Is it topic? I don't know. I don't we're know. We kind, We've of kind of, It's more of like a news of- day today, hasn't it? It has been like a news day, but we're tra- chatting about like games and stuff. And then we, we were are. chatting the other day about like Pokemon and how Pokemon, it, it's 25 years old. And we briefly covered it the other day like in our like our first episode yeah i think so yeah and then because they we just... released the new the four new games right yeah they re- re-released some of the old classics depending on which one you played and we were chatting yeah, about but that. have they and re-released you like, them oh, you on can play on switch they haven't released them on switch yet they released red red and blue on switch have they really Pikachu, Pikachu and Eevee is... oh yeah the go one yeah no it's not go though it's red and blue Oh, Oh, I need to. Oh my god! Let's. Go. So I was let's looking go. at
1: emulators the other day. I was like, yeah. I need to play Pokemon
0: again. <laughs> so the let's. So the let's go games for the Switch. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, I could be completely wrong. I'll need to look it up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, the let's go ones were basically red and blue, but you could move your go companions. Ac- your go ones across to it. So if you wanted to actually use a Go a creature from your Go game on your phone you could do that
1: uh,
0: because you feel attached Um, to them but you can play the actual game I think it's just it's definitely the game
1: I don't know I think it's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and from the Pokemon Go app you could like transfer
0: yeah that's what I'm saying yeah
1: you can transfer them across but it's not uh... but it's not the game's red and blue It's what I was on about. Like, it's Uh, not... It's not
0: the original Game Boy game. I... I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I think... They are remakes of Pokemon Yellow. So, yes, they're red and blue. No...
1: Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, sorry, yeah. But it's 60 60 pounds. That's like a full game. I'm sure you can
0: probably find it on eBay a bit cheaper than 60 pounds. Yeah, I know, that's true. But, yes, so, yeah, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu kind of combined with Pokemon Go, but they're essentially... Pokemon Yellow, which was the Pikachu remake of yeah of Pokemon Blue. It was and it then- was
1: more of it was more of like you had the opportunity to get Ash's Pokemon. So like you had you initially started with a Pikachu. Yeah, and
0: it and followed then, you around,
1: and then it followed you around, and then certain people that you spoke to in the game would
0: give you a Charmander and a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle. Yes, so you got you got the opportunity to own all three. Yeah, which is and so Pokemon Yellow is. Probably the best. Let's face it. I think yes. it probably it's the best one. It was the lot. best. It was my brother's uh, favorite. It's gold and silver as well, because you could collect the originals in that as well. Because gold and silver, you would fin- finish Johto and go into kanto right? You take the ferry and then you arrive in Palatone, and you're like, "Oh boy,
1: here I go again." <laughs> but then I, so I looked that up. Apparently, when you get into kanto you've already completed the Elite Four or the League or whatever, so your Pokemon are like sixty plus levels. And then you arrive in Pallet Town, and they're just level
0: three. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's exactly That's the so same. So ridiculous! Like, it's just it's, it's just because you arrive as like this all-conquering like. It, think about how dark Pokemon is. You arrive there with yeah. your six slaves in tow, and yeah. they're just these all legendaries from another world. Yeah, and you, and you destroy like, all these Pidgeys and things. Hello, I have. What um, I have? It's like it's like what do you call it? It's like Bug Catcher. Bug Catcher Rory wants to fight. Hello, I've got a. I've got. I've a got a Pidgey. Pidgey i've got a pidgey and it's just like bang here's Bro, my gyarados who's seen that meme and it's like uh, it's like it's like twins want to it's like the twins want, where it's like double it's like yeah somebody twins. double fight It's so they've got like a Pichu the two pichus and it's a male and female and it's like it's like trainer throws out their two pokemon it's like two legendaries but it's in the, in the new 3d graphics so yeah. you can see the scale oh and yeah like two pichus are like down here, like the ground is way up here. <laughs> and it's like ground on used mega bla bang, it just blows them off the map. That's amazing.
1: What um speaking now that we're on the subject of we're pretty heavy on the subject of Pokemon, out of the games that have come out to date, what what would you say are your favorite games that have come out? Ye- because, yellow or silver. Yeah, because I've only really played the original red, blue, and yellow. Oh, like a lot, like over and over. I never really got. Over and over. I don't know why, but I never really got into anything after that. I don't know why, but so I want you to try and sell it it to me in a different way.
0: What? So you you like
1: you like gold and silver, and they're making the remakes that they're making are diamond and pearl. Yeah, I never really got into those ones, which is bizarre. Were they called diamond and pearl initially? Yeah, they were. So now this one's called brilliant diamond brilliant and shining diamond.
0: pearl it's they're running out of dualities to make games out of yeah so it's like red blue white black and then yeah. like sword and shield and they're like shit
1: <laughs> yeah and they'd also did make red and blue again but made it leaf green and fire red
0: fire red and then yeah. it, it was because the blue one i think was never released and like everywhere else is blue
1: yeah blue was, was really just part.
0: britain i think yeah i think blue is just the UK. britain or something like that yeah and then we have, I don't know, what else was there? Was Pokemon Crystal, which is like the gold and silver one. And they always do like the third one, which is the one that's basically the in-between, like takes the legendaries from both games and puts them in the third one to okay. so try to take your money in. again. It's bizarre. So if you were to go
1: back and play Pokemon again, what game would you play? This is going to lead silver. into our,
0: our little Silver or discussion. yellow? Probably yellow. Probably yellow, I reckon. Probably yeah. yellow. I'd probably buy. A, I honest, I'd buy a switch and buy Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. So and that's probably what I would do.
1: Let's go. So this, this is good to get into the subject. Let's go. Apparently, is so we're going to talk about for the listeners is the Nuzlocke challenge, which I know about, but Duncan doesn't know about. So and you, I don't. You know,
0: think this is a way to play Pokemon? I really it's, don't think it's there a, is a way. It's, to play so. <laughs>
1: Nuzlocke was invented by, spoilers, a man called Nuzlocke on Reddit. Shock. And he basically, he, like us, he's grown up with Pokemon. And as an eight-year-old, it's a really difficult game. But as the ages that we are now, you kind of know how it rolls and you kind of know the grinding and what Don't defeats know. what and I, things I, like I that i still
0: think that cave that you have to go through and it's completely pitch black or still will be even more infuriating now <laughs> than it was when you were eight but in terms of fighting and developing and
1: things like that oh, it's a pretty yeah, easy yeah, to actually
0: play the game yeah
1: man. so what nuzlocke did was he created a challenge to make the game slightly more difficult for those that have completed it already and like they need a new reason to jump back in Okay. So for you, right. and we'll just say for argument's sake, for you and me, we'll both start playing yellow again. Right. So you have to, you basically get given Pikachu,
0: yeah? Yeah, you do.
1: Usually it would be like what, you, what your starter is going to be type thing. Yeah. So a Nuzlocke challenge, and there are core rules, and there are optional rules, and then you can increase the difficulty if you want to, and things like that. So I'll read to you the core rules, all right? Uh-huh. So basically, you have your starter Pokemon, and the Nuzlocke, I think this is an optional rule, but this is the rule I like to, to go by, is once you start, once you are given your very first Pokeball, the Nuzlocke starts. Okay? Because at the start of the game, you have to go up and get to the Pokemart and then come back down. So you do meet some Pokemon on the way, you know what I mean? Yes. So you have to go up to the Pokemart, come back down to uh, Dr. Oak, Professor Oak, and then give him the thing. And then you start your journey. He gives you like three yeah. Pokeballs or something. So, once you've done that and you have a Pokeball, the Nuzlocke happens. It begins. So, on every route that you encounter, so it starts with obviously Route 1. Route 1. You are only allowed to catch the first wild Pokemon that you encounter in that area. (laughs) Okay? So,
0: (laughs) they're all terrible.
1: In Route 1, it could be a Pidgey or a Caterpie, I think, or a Ratata
0: i think a, i think at rata if you got lucky
1: yeah if you got lucky so however if you're in that area and the pokemon that you're fighting either faints or da- or runs away you can't yeah. catch anything else in that
0: route <sighs> that's yeah. that feels like dark souls level difficulty it's, for it's, absolutely no reason
1: <laughs> it's so good if the first encounter in the area is a double battle, the player is free to choose which of the two wild Pokémon they would like to catch, but may only catch one of them. So, in oh. later games, when you're allowed, when you meet two Pokémon at once, you have to choose which one. But what if I want wings? The only time this is both? again for uh, more modern-day games, if you encounter a shiny Pokémon and it's your first Pokémon in that route you can catch it and then catch another one because shinies are shinies and you want to get shinies.
0: (laughs) I don't think... I think I played multiple Pokemon games throughout the years. I don't think I ever in the history of Pokemon... history of playing it have ever caught a shiny Pokemon. No, me neither. Not even. (laughs) I I don't even know they... I didn't actually realise they were a thing until not very long ago. So, do you want me to keep going with the rules?
1: Go on, give us a couple more. So, say you've caught... You've got your Pikachu and you've got your Pidgey, right? Right. And you're making your way up to Brock as your first battle. Yeah. Obviously, if you go up into the first town, if you go to the left, you can all go into like route 17 or 14, where you also battle your rival again.
0: All right. Okay. Do you remember that?
1: You can also catch like a Nidoran or a Nidorino or a Mankey in that grass. A Mankey? So you can go there, so potentially you could have a manky, and you could have a fighting Pokemon for a rock gym, which is pretty good, I think.
0: I think so. Um, I'm trying to look at the map just now. The original yeah. map. The original map.
1: The original map. Kanto.
0: Type in original. Is it Kanto? I can't remember. That's insane looking at the map, like, now. Yeah. So
1: small. <laughs> um. So basically... If, say you've got these three Pokemon before you get to Brock, right? Uh-huh. If any one of those Pokemon faints in a battle, be it, be it with a wild Pokemon or with a trainer, you have to release that Pokemon back into the wild because it is officially dead. <laughs> okay? Another thing. It's that I officially forgot, dead. An optional rule, which I actually agree with, is what the Nuzlocke's meant to do is it provides difficulty, but also more emotion so an optional rule which i like is that every pokemon you catch you nickname so that you have a personal personal attachment to this pokemon
0: that's so dark so
1: so when say your pidgey dies you have to go to the computer and then release it into the wild so that you're not tempted to bring it back in and like stop playing the nuzlocke so off to a start it's pretty pretty difficult the player must only use pokemon they have captured themselves Meaning Pokemon acquired through trading and like being given by people are
0: prohibited to use. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm actually reading this map just now and I'm beginning to think that these Pokemon, this map is like got things from like the cartoon or something. Cause there's yeah. areas here that I do not remember. Also, in-
1: the player may not voluntary reset or reload the game whenever things go wrong. Being able to do so would render all of the other rules pointless. <laughs> So So it's basically basically like like hard mode.
0: mode. Hard mode, yeah. yeah. You game plus.
1: Other things that you can do to increase the difficulty is randomly choose your starter. So if you weren't in yellow, if you were in a different one, um, apparently there's like the, the last number in your trainer ID number. So when you press start, it gives you a trainer ID number. If it ends in one to three, you have to choose the grass type. If it ends in four to six, you have to choose the fire type. If it ends in seven to nine, you have to choose the water type. And if it ends in a zero, you get a free choice. Oh wow. Okay. So little things like that make it harder. Imagine me stuck with a Bulbasaur. Yeah. Oh no. But it's just it it makes it just makes the difficulty of the game that little bit more entertaining and that like there's a bit more stakes in it.
0: Okay, yeah. It sounds a lot like a fire emblem. Which is a Nintendo game where, like, yeah, characters I've, die. Characters die. <laughs> I've heard that actually be um, compared
1: to this, which is quite it's quite good that you've said that.
0: Yeah, I, I genuinely... Like, Fire Emblem is a game where, like, if you you get attached to these characters throughout the story and then you make one mistake in a battle and they get, like, murdered. And yeah. But that's it. They're gone. And it also,
1: like, it gives you... You know, it encourages you to play in a different way than you normally would. So you'd be like, oh, I need to catch a... Growlithe because he's gonna grow up to be a Arcanine. Uh, Arcanine, which is a badass Pokemon. But you know, if you, if you've only got five Pokemon to choose from, six Pokemon, and you only really have, you've only got like the first five routes, say <laughs> to to actually catch them.
0: That's insane. I know. Because then, like, you're like only <laughs> we've made 150 custom Pokemon. It's like, ah yeah, but I only want to pick five. Yeah, it's uh, like it's
1: grim. It sounds great, though. And it's one of the things why I've wanted to sort of get back into a Pokemon game is try out a Nuzlocke for real and then see for how real. it goes.
0: Definitely. It would definitely start it on Pokemon Yellow. Imagine. Well, this imagine is. So, yeah. You should do it on Let's Go, right? Because. Let's Go is difficult that, because you can see them. Yeah. But you can do it on Let's Go and then you could transfer one over. Because you played Pokemon Go on your phone, did you not? I did. Yeah. So you could transfer one over that you caught in the actual wild. This is true. <laughs> you can transfer one over that you caught. You went walking, Rory, and you caught one, and then you brought it back. And you transfer over to Let's Go, and it could follow you around in the game, <laughs> and then it can be brutally murdered by Mewtwo down the line.
1: Yeah, I I think I've I've read that, or I've seen on YouTube that the new Pokemon Go games are quite hard to Nuzlocke because you can see the Pokemon, so you can like dodge them and be like this is the first one i want to encounter so i'm gonna just run into this guy um, which is you know it's fair enough but it's yeah just i've it's i've heard it's a very easy game you don't have to battle pokemon anymore you just have to catch them oh. and xp is shared amongst your whole team all the time yeah, you, you rather could do than that. You, could do you know when whole you were grinding whole and you'd put your weakest one at the front and then you'd swap them out and then kill someone and then i <laughs> used to do team. that
0: but then they, they they made this thing called uh, XP all, which meant that you just gave it to one of them. As long as that one was in it, it would share it amongst all its friends. Oh, is that like a thing you can hold? Yeah, it's like a thing you can hold. I'm pretty sure. That's quite good. That's pretty cool. I'm reading it just now. It looks kind of fun. What the I think you can still do most of it though. You don't just have. You can just catch, or you can actually play the game. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> So cool, so nerdy. So cool. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. This has been a very nerdy <laughs> episode.
0: It has. It has. It, it was never not going to be We you start off with a $700 piece of plastic. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, all your, yes, all your exactly. eight-year-old hopes and dreams in one thing. Yeah.
1: Deep down, we're all nerds. We just don't want to accept it.
0: That's pretty much
1: it. Shall we call it there? Yeah, I think so. That'll do it for this week. If you want to contribute to the topics, find us on all the socials by searching for That's Class Pod and let us know what you find class. We'll probably put it in a future episode if we also find class, but if we don't, we probably won't. You can also catch our faces on YouTube, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, if you want to listen to this all again, but in visual form and put faces to the voices and then instantly regret that decision. Duncan's got a nice... Sh- We're both wearing flannels today, so you can both have a yeah. look at our flannels. Nice little shirt. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening to the episode. <laughs> Big thanks to Stuart Hosking for his intro music. Uh, I hope all of you have a very super day. Say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan.